Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of A Visit to the Mound. I'm Lark Smith, along with Stan Huff. And today we want to talk about basically defense, hitting what what is known as a five-tool player. As long as I've been around the game of baseball, I've heard about five-tool players. Tell me, Stan, exactly what is a five-tool player? It's a player that can run, hit, field, throw, and hit with power. Okay. Run, hit, feel, throw, hit with power. That okay. That's your five tools. Mm-hmm. As a scout, you're trying to put all that together when you're looking at amateur players. And a professional scout, that you're trying to put all that together with or you're watching a lot of guys in so that can do some of that. You're trying to get to the five parts. A lot of guys are four tools. Run, hit, field, and throw, but Just not hit with power. power. And then you got the guy that can hit with power, but couldn't run out of sight in a month. <laughs> a month of Sundays. How do they, how they clock him with a calendar? Uh, anyway, and and then the defense is it, so. Uh, that's where it, it guys that are uh, the scouts that are watching these these things. Uh, they got to put all that. They got to evaluate all that. And, and that's where that, that five-tool player comes in because that's what all, everybody, every organization wants in uh, baseball. They want a lot of those guys. One is not any more uh, desirable than the other. I mean, if you can't hit, you're not going to play. If you can't field, you're not going to play. If you can't run. Man, you, yeah. well, no, you're not going to. Yeah. Speed's the name of the game right now. Sure. And they're looking for – it used to be a shortstop didn't have to hit but have to be a really good defensive guy. Well, now they got to hit, they got to run, and they're wanting these guys to hit. They want to drive in runs too. So it's it's come kind of full circle. Uh, uh, what is needed for every player is now looked for in every player. Yeah. Well, you know, back when I used to do fantasy league baseball and we'd have our draft – you know, from our previous show, you, you talked about being strong up the middle. Well, that's what I was always looking for. I would look at guys who could hit that played middle fielder positions because that seemed to be a position that did not have a great number of guys that could hit for average or power. So I was always looking for that top home run hitting shortstop, that top home run hitting second baseman, that top home run hitting catcher. Those were the guys I wanted first on my fantasy league team, just for the the Boy, numbers. You're you definitely wanting to win. <laughs> yeah, and that, that's the reason why you play the game, isn't it? 
I don't know. It depends I mean, on what age group you're looking yeah, at there. But, but when it comes to outfielders, there's a dime a dozen outfielders out there that can hit with power. Oh, tell they me about it. They can put up it. RBIs yeah. and stuff like that. There's a dozen first basemen and third basemen that put up, you know, big numbers as far as home runs and RBIs. Yeah, but can they play defense? But can right. they play defense? What kind of arm strength they and got? In fantasy league, I don't care about defense. I care about numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the other thing, and not fantasy. There's reality league. Yeah. But you know, you know, uh, if I'm helping a kid, what I'm I'm talking about, improve your arm strength. Mm-hmm. We we'll work on your defense. Get get as strong as you can on your defense. Work on your speed. This is the one that this that nobody seems to uh, understand. Man. <laughs> Jumping a rope, think about it. Just mm-hmm. jumping a rope. If you can jump a rope a lot, and get under a basket, a basketball court, and just jump up and down. What you're doing is you're enhancing your efforts to be a faster runner because you're training, uh, you're training those muscles, those fast twitch muscles, aerobic, anaerobic uh, muscles mm-hmm. that uh, that that they don't need oxygen to perform and they it's fast twitch it's fast quick start and all that so the more you do that the better that's going to get people say oh you can't run well you can't run because you're not working on it you got to work on it you got to run every day really truly you mm-hmm. got to do a lot of stretching a lot of flexibility and run every day and that's that's a key deal and when you're throwing you know to get a stronger arm you, you go to long toss program all right, you start off nice and easy. You go back to about 60 feet, just keep throwing. Then 90 feet, throwing line drives, not not rainbows. Right. 120 feet, line drives, even if you're bouncing the ball, you do it, and then go to 150 feet. At 150 feet, I'd say, okay, that's far enough that we're needing to get uh, our arm strength is where we can do that. Mm-hmm. Now, an outfielder can use a long arm stroke. A catcher can't. So right. a catcher's got to practice it that way, too, okay? And and that's that's some other things we can get into later. But <clears throat> arm strength, speed, okay, work on your hitting. So these kids these days, it's seasonal. We'll work on it when, when the season comes in. Well, you wanna be, if you want to be good, you got to work on it all year. Get on a tee, hit into a hit into a net, work on your swing all year. And then when, when, the, when the summer comes or the spring comes, you, know, you, <clears throat> you do some batting practice, you start really understanding that how well you did. Uh, all that practice is now coming to fruition because you're doing it with a, a live arm. Now, I'm talking about just regular batting practice. I'm not talking about a simulated game where you get a pitcher out there trying to strike you out right? because he's got to work on his pitches. Uh, and that happens in any league, in any uh, uh, amateur or professional, that those things have to happen. So, But at that point, though, as you go and get older, if, if you want to stay with this, you got to work it. you got to work it. All of it. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what I used to explain to my players when they said, why do we have to practice every day, coach? Well, let's see. When you were born, you couldn't talk, nor could you walk. But <laughs> every day you practice walking, you practice talking, and you get better at walking and talking as each day progresses. That's a great analogy. Same thing yeah. when it comes to a game of baseball. <laughs> you field every day so you can get better at fielding you throw every day so you get better at throwing you hit the baseball every day so you get better at at hitting the ball it's all just part of life of learning how to do this thing that you want to do which is play the game of baseball Mm -hmm. yeah that's it definitely 
So uh, I, I've had a few kids that I've helped that are intense on playing at higher levels. These kids want to work every day, mm-hmm. all, all year long, and I'm, I'm okay. I'm with that. I'll jump in there with them, and we'll get after it. Well, that kind of gets to what I see as another important thing about any player that you're out trying to get. You know, yeah, you're looking for that five-tool player, but I'm also looking for what I call a triple-A player who has the ability, the aptitude, and the attitude to play the game of baseball. I mean, there's plenty of guys who have the ability to play the game of baseball but don't play the game of baseball because basically they don't have the aptitude for it. Let's John Elway, Russell Wilson. Those guys could have been great baseball players. Well, they're good athletes. That's they're, why. They're just good athletes, and they decided to play football. You know, when you talk well, you got to look at this, too. I mean, a lot – I'm going to put this right out. There's a lot of black athletes that could be really good baseball players, too. Sure. American black Americans. Okay. But you understand, so when they get out of college, if they're playing football or basketball, you go straight to the big leagues. Yeah. You don't go to – Minor league rookie baseball. ball yeah. in, uh, in the Appalachian League where, you know, you're having trouble finding a place to live. I mean, you're going to live in a tent virtually. And, and, and basic, the basic things are, you know, they're getting, they're getting into a superior situation right out of college. Right. You're getting paid big, time money. big money. You're not getting paid uh, 1100 a month. Or, or twelve, whatever. <laughs> to, to ride a well, bus look, to Altoona. My first, wait a minute. <laughs> well, Altoona's not a bad place. Anyway, um, it's riding the buses. Those buses, some of them we had early were broken down, and and Dad Gum, we were on a bus one night coming out of St. Joe's, Missouri, and the axle fell off. <laughs> <laughs> so you know a little bit about that. Yeah. But but you go straight from college to the big leagues to the NFL or the NBA, that's huge money right then. Mm-hmm. Now you're sitting in, in a, a wonderful spot, a black or white. Yeah. Or it, it doesn't matter. Right. So that's how that works. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, their, their opportunities or their aptitude for, is more toward NBA and NFL than it seems to be to the Major League Baseball level. Well, it's yeah. The, it seems the, to be when they're signing guys in the major leagues. Uh, well, uh, in, in in professional baseball affiliated, where you got the Yankees, the Mets, the Rangers, and all that. They've got their scouts. They sign these guys. They sign a lot of guys, so the gauntlet is very wide at the bottom. Mm-hmm. They're getting them in. They're seeing what they can do early. All right, all of a sudden they start releasing players. You start get played. They're showing they can't play. So as you go up, that gauntlet gets a little thinner. Mm-hmm. And it's been told to me that you know the top two percent get to AAA and the top one percent get to the big leagues. So you got a hundred percent of the guys that start off at the bottom, and it goes down to two to one percent. Right, four percent in double A, two percent in triple A, one uh, percent in the big leagues. Right, and, and there's something else to that. As far as a hitter goes, you can hit a fastball, you got there, but can you stay on an off-speed pitch? If you can't, you go back to triple A and work on it. And sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't work. Somebody yeah. else has got that position, and I'd now still be a rookie ball. I can't hit the curve. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Swatting it flies when they throw a curveball at me. Uh, high ball drinker, low ball hitter, right? Yeah, 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 that's like, it. <laughs> pretty much. Anyway, uh, aptitude. You know, 
you mentioned the minor leagues. You go from town to town. You're living out of a suitcase. Pretty much in the big leagues, you're doing that too. Is that you know something that yeah, the big player leagues, has to want to do? Well, in the big leagues, when you go, you you get your you get your luggage uh, to the ballpark, and that's the next time you see it, it's in the in the hotel room. Right. Okay. Well, you got You can't do that in the minor leagues. It doesn't work that way. They're not there to you, wait on you. You're lugging your own stuff. You don't have your own personal concierge. <laughs> so, and, so you're taking all that too. Look, I got to tell you, psycho- the, the psychology of that for a ball player is tough. Mm-hmm. You got to learn to uh, it. Uh, you got to learn to accept it, and okay, and don't let don't let it bother you. Just do it. And got, what you got to worry about is what you're doing on that field. Yeah. Uh, another thing about the aptitude, we kind of touched on this. I know of a, a particular player who was drafted by the Yankees, an outstanding pitcher. Matter of fact, he had a brother who was also an outstanding pitcher. And he was uh, his coach was his college coach was told, you know, we wish that he had a drug problem because we could fix a drug problem, but we can't fix his basketball problem. He likes to go play basketball. He's always doing a pickup basketball game, whatever. He ended up, you know, quitting know, baseball. Well, I know and this Going guy. and playing junior college basketball. He right. ended up being a basketball coach. So you've got to have an aptitude right. for the particular game. He wanted to pitch. All right, and he I was could gonna, have pitched. Well, he yeah, he had the arm to do it. Yeah, I, I saw him first up professionally. He he walked he walked ten guys in one of our games and won the ball game. Struck ten guys out. <laughs> walked okay, ten out. so uh, thankfully our offense was pretty good. But uh, we we get to uh, a, a, a visiting place and we're in the we're in the locker room, you know, and everybody goes out. And this guy comes in the locker room, and I followed him in there thinking, what's going on? And he said, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to go back. I want to be a coach. I want to be a basketball coach. I had to get permission from the team that he was with to have him where I was. Mm-hmm. And the guy told me, he said, if he telling me he's not going anywhere but here if, if he comes out. Well, I called the manager in, and we talked, and the manager said, um, let me get this straight. You want to go be a a high school basketball coach? He said, yeah. He goes, you got a million-dollar arm. And, and I'll tell you what, uh, the, the manager said, if this is what really what you – you're not seeing the reality here. You got the arm to go to the big leagues. And he told him, he said, you got a million-dollar arm and a 10-cent head. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I thought that's from that was, a baseball point well, of view. Well, that was that was kind of abrupt and, yeah. and you know right and biting, but this was an older guy that he didn't care what he said. <laughs> <laughs> but the point got across. He said, "Well, I understand where you're coming from." He said, "But I want I need to go." So we let him. We cut him loose and let him go. I told the uh, the minor league director for this other place. He's going home. He's going to be a basketball coach. Forget it. He said, "Okay, that's kind of what yeah. we had here too." Yeah. And another thing, as far as playing the game of baseball, part of the attitude is you got to be able to handle failure. Baseball is a game of failure. Okay, well, you know what you just said. You know, a, a hitter, a, we we put a hitter that hit three hundred on a pedestal, mm-hmm. get him on ESPN yeah. and dump a wheelbarrow full of money at his feet. He makes look, an out seven out of ten times. That's right. He's failure though, as far as our rea- real reality goes. He's failing seventy percent of the time as a hitter. Now, if you, if you and I went into business, yeah. and yeah. we did thirty percent, how long do you think we'd be in business? Uh, wouldn't be very long. We'd 
we'd be down at the Salvation Army begging for a bowl of soup. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we'd be out. But here in baseball, you do that. Oh, you're a god. Yeah. Is your baseball god? Look at what he can do. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And now, you know, back when I played, if you hit ten home runs and hit two ten, you get lit released. You get ten home runs right now and hit two ten, you get promoted, and they're hoping you're going to hit twenty or thirty home runs. Well, understand the focus is on a home run and driving runs in and putting people in the seats to watch that. Okay, so that's where that is. So the batting average is kind of a they want a better batting average, but they're looking to the home runs first. Uh, that's that's my point of view, what I'm seeing. Chicks take the long ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Dude, chicks take the long ball. Okay, but anyway, that's how that goes. Well, that is our time for the day. Please join us next time that we make a visit to the mound. That'll wrap up this visit to the mound. We certainly appreciate you joining us today for a little baseball talk. Anytime you want to hear something about baseball, you can find us anywhere you get your podcast, or you can go to roguemedianetwork.com for the next edition of A Visit to the Mound. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. 